know. What if it came and did a stinker of a podcast with me? That'd be Ooh. funny. It'd be like, that's that the demon cast. We're going to lose. Is the demon going like, and I'm inside her little brother, William. Hello. Welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week, we are talking horror hypotheticals. We have done this in the past, and we had a great time with it, so we decided to bring it back. This was a Zoe paternity leave special, if I remember correctly. Oh, is that right? Is that when we did that the first time? I think so. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, this was a fun idea. We wanted to cultivate questions from the listener base. And I I love the kinds of hypotheticals where, like, it was super popular for a while to say, if there's a zombie apocalypse, what is your survival plan? Right. And a thousand people answered it. It got, like, played out. But mm-hmm. I want more. I, I love having to, like, fight through these scenarios. It's almost like a like a light Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Talk yeah. it out. Come mm-hmm. up with a plan. Stand by your decisions. Stand by um, your plan. Stand by your man. And even, even beyond that, just answering questions from people out in the audience – who might have some curiosities about us. Uh, yeah. Why not? So yeah, we've cultivated a bunch of questions from people out there. You can always feel free to send more in. Our email address is gttupod at gmail.com. But yeah, we're going to dive into some of your questions and hopefully give you some interesting answers. We'll see. Absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, well, right. actually, real quick before we get started, I want to uh, offer something to people out there in the world. Ah, yes. I, I noticed that there is – so that the new Scream movie, Scream 2022 or Scream 5, however you prefer to refer to it, is out now on Blu-ray. And it caught my eye online that people were trying to sell a steel book of it, literally a steel case for mm-hmm. the 4K Blu-ray um online they were selling it for like you know way too much money on ebay right well i found it nearby so i got a couple of them and i figured why don't we give one away to our listeners yes absolutely this is it says scream it also has a sticker that says all new movie so (laughs) you know that it's the 2022 one right all the all the marketing for this movie has to say all new movie yeah hot brand new movie like the, it is such a dumb thing that's <laughs> becoming the standard. I know. Like, you know, Halloween 2018, Screen 2022, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. It is such a dumb idea. I know. It is simultaneously a marketing dream to just be like, it's Scream. And a marketing mm-hmm. nightmare to be like, uh, technically, this is called All New Movie Scream. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wherever you go online. Anyway, we want to give this away, and we came up with a fun thing to do. Um, so anybody out there, if you share Guide to the Unknown, known with the world um your name is going into a hat right so what that means is that if you put up a post on any social media um and or you leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts send us those at gttupod at gmail.com just screenshots of them and you will be entered for each of those share points into a hat that we will then pick a name from and send the steelbook. So every time you post something, your name goes into the hat again. Mm-hmm. So the more stuff you share, the more chances you have to win. Anyway, we're going to do that this week. We'll announce a winner next week. Um, and then this will be on its way to you with a little note from us. That's right. Will, do you want to explain what a steelbook is? Yeah, it's literally, it's almost like a collector's version of the Blu-ray. So this is not just like a plastic thing. I can't, my hand's not made of metal, so I can't make a little metal sound. <laughs> but see. it's metal, it's steel. 
that sounded stupid. Um, it's it's literally <laughs> like a metal box. It's a collector's tin. Yep. Um, but this is the 4K Ultra HD plus Blu-ray plus digital version of the movie. It is shrink-wrapped. You can wait for it to get super rare and sell it or open it up and watch it. Why not? Mm-hmm. And it even comes with deleted scenes. Ooh. Um, so that's cool. I'm excited to watch extras. I know. Yeah, me too. Oh, I'll be rigging this so that I win the steelbook. Okay, perfect. Well, then share a bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, yeah, we can enter it ourselves as well. Um, all right, everybody. But that's this week. So go go share stuff. We would greatly appreciate that. And maybe you'll get this little movie. Yeah, absolutely. So the deadline for that is going to be next Tuesday. Yes. Uh, or excuse me. Would it be next Tuesday? Tuesday the 19th. Yep, Tuesday the 19th. Okay. Yep. So get cracking. Or Friday the 22nd. We'll, we'll open I, it up to yeah anybody who hears this before the next episode drops live. Friday yeah, the 22nd is the deadline. Right. All right. All right. So now let's dive into a horror hypothetical question. And this one comes from our listener, Barb. They say, if you could spend one weekend locked in a room with a member of the Adams family, who would you pick? William, you go first. I know. This is, this is an odd one. So mm-hmm. you're, locked, you're locked in just our room. Right. So it's not going to be easygoing. Right? <laughs> no, no matter what, no matter who is in there. So I think some of the popular answers that most people would go to would be like, oh, I'm going to be locked in there with uh, Kata Mia. What's her with name? Gomez so he can kiss my arm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Or right. or uh, Morticia. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't I think that's too easy. So I do want to dig a little bit deeper. Okay. I no matter what. It's not Fester. No, absolutely. Because he would be freaking out about being locked in the room the entire time. Yeah, he'd be putting light bulbs in his mouth. He'd bring mm-hmm. grenades in there and TNT and stuff. I think you're at a ton of risk if you choose Fester. Even though he's yeah. really nice, it seems like he's like one of the least sinister. He could accidentally stumble into a situation where you're really in harm's way. Correct. And I'm not a member of the Adams family, so I'm not immune to explosions. No. So I might die, even though for him, this is just like a fun thing to do on a silly weekend. Right. I, I'm inclined to say Granny. Because I bet uh, yeah. she's undervalued, and I bet she's got a lot of stories. That's a really good point. She probably does have a lot of really good stories. I, I and and magic, right? Making so, Granny a good pick. Yeah. Yes, I think Granny is not a terrible pick. Um, wow. The easy answers again for for uh, presumed romantic reasons, but Gomez and Morticia are so into each other. You can't you can't <laughs> be like be this to- is going to be a weekend retreat. No, you're not going to be able to worm your way in there. They're no. definitely not into. Like, Nor would swing. that be my intent, by the way. I'm just saying, I feel like the on the face, <laughs> yes, the on the face average person answer would be like, ooh, a weekend away with Morticia. Yeah. Morticia, that's French. I know well, French. I got to tell you, I would choose Morticia myself. Oh, okay. Not for amorous reasons. Right. But I think that she would be chill to be in there with. I know. She does seem cool. I think that we'd cool. be able to talk and, like, have interesting conversations, but then also kind of go to our separate corners for, like, alone time or whatever. Yeah. And just do whatever else. So I think that would be the easiest going with Morticia. Alone time is a really good, mm-hmm. like, metric here. 
Yeah, and I think she wouldn't mind like that we are, you know, sitting on opposite sides of the room, like flipping through whatever we have access to in this scenario. I don't know yeah. if we have our phones. Maybe we could have a couple books. I think she'd be fine with us having some comfortable silence. And that's I, important to me. I, I definitely agree with you there. I, th- I think you're right about that. For alone time reasons, I also want to throw out, and I know this is weird, mm-hmm. Lurch. I bet you could just tell Lurch to face the corner. I bet you're right. I mean, he's used to a life of servitude. The dude has no personality. Right. Yeah, he just every once in a while is like, you rang. Yeah. Actually, I'm slightly under the weather, so I can perfectly do that right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do it again? You rang. Yes. I added a little spice there. (laughs) (laughs) It also kind of sounds like that bad guy from the Easter Bunny is coming to town. Oh, yeah. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Yeah, yeah Gadzooks. kind of sounded like that. Gadzooks. Let me throw someone else at you for alone time reasons. Please. Thing. Thing. Yeah, the he's hand. just like a pet hand. Although mm-hmm. he also doesn't necessarily, he doesn't, Thing doesn't have a sense of personal boundaries. About, I was thinking the same. He seems to, because he freaks out strangers all the time. So he's always climbing up onto someone's shoulder yeah. and gesturing. He's got too much personality. I think it would be. And he much. might get bored. In that yes. room. So he starts to mess with you because he's used to like skateboarding right? in his yes. free time and stuff. <laughs> yeah. If Thing is in there without his skateboard. Mm-hmm. Then he's he's going to get antsy. He's going to be yeah. crawling the walls, going in your hair. Too much. So. Yeah. I might also get deal. along with Pubert. Pubert actually was my first thought. Really? Yes. That was the first thing that sprang to mind. But then I thought like just just a person and a baby in a room yeah. without any other stimulation for the baby. Pubert's going to go nuts. Oh, you're absolutely right about that. You're right. Yeah. Remember in Adam's Family Values when Joan Cusack sucks Thing's finger? Yes. That movie is very spicy. That movie is out of control. It really is. It's, like it's, That's a wild movie. You see, I think I've said this on the show before. This is why the phrase is at the ready. You see Fester's O face. Yeah. The- <laughs> Never wanted to do that. Fester's O face. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Very risque. Do you see that Christopher Lloyd is going to be in a spirit Halloween movie? Yes, I did. That sounds it's like, fun. Yeah. It's like a kid's movie. Yeah. That'll be I'm silly in. and fun. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm, totally. Um, all right. I- I'm going to throw one at you now. Okay. Uh, this is a, a similar sort of like um, a little bit of would you rather and also um, sort of like a a, a, a a vacation type question. Okay. From Kat. Would you rather spend a week on the International Space Station mm-hmm. orbiting the planet Earth, Kristen? Okay. Or a week in a hotel at the bottom of the ocean? Oh, wow. That's a... That's a good question. I know. Distinct, d- dramatic opposites. Yes. High, wild contrast here. But both extremely claustrophobic. Yes. Okay. Because they're both so claustrophobic, I'm going to go hotel in the bottom of the ocean because I do think I could appreciate the beauty around me. Yeah. Not that I couldn't in space, but you, you have to wear like a diaper in space and stuff. I'm and sure. You can't, I'm sure you, you can't eat normal food. I'm sure you can wear a diaper in space. I think they have <laughs> bathrooms, don't they? My impression was that you 
You know what? You're this thinking could... of that one astronaut who drove across the country. <laughs> no, that's that's not what I'm thinking about for a moment. Does everyone remember I usually, that? Because I usually am thinking about that. Oh, I absolutely. <laughs> I'm usually thinking about that. Remember that. Constantly. No, but you know what? I I thought I hadn't give this given this much thought at all. I really thought you had to wear a diaper in space. I don't think because so. Because think about it. How are you going to pee? Like, you're. Your poop would just fly out of the toilet unless there's like a fancy. No, I think they which have. There a, could be. Kristen, I think they have a mechanism. There's not. There's not a. First of all, there's no. You said you think there's a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's a conventional bathroom. Yeah, what but are you talking so about? what is it? You think it's just a bowl with water? How would the water even stay in it? No, I think that there's like. I didn't like, even think water, but I, I don't know. When you said there's a bathroom, I thought that it meant there was a bowl. Like, I don't know, like an airplane. Yeah, right now in the live chat, um, uh, Kit Kat has written uh, they have bathrooms, pee funnel, poop funnel, and Matthew Deegan added urine is recycled. Meaning, meaning it becomes new urine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure that you sort of like dock to something. Like an air shaft. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I'm sure that you when you, you said back you your caboose to up to something. It made me think about like another ship is docking up to you for the yes. purpose of the bathroom. Oh well, not quite. Yeah, there's a big floating like yeah, like a big floating portageon. Yeah, that somehow latches onto the ship and a portal opens. I mean that would now, be kind well, of you know brilliant. what? Even even the fact that we have to discuss this, that we have to, we have to discuss this. We have no option. Means that it's too complicated. So that's a strike. Okay. Um, you can't eat like normal food or wear your normal clothes. Yeah. Um, so I, I would find them both claustrophobic. I would not want to do either one of those things, Yeah. but I'm going to say the hotel under the sea wins by a landslide. Uh, Kristen, I'm going to agree with you, uh, okay. by a country mile mm. hotel under the sea wins for one thing, yeah. the way that this is phrased and this is never going to happen. So we're going to take it at its exact phrasing. Kat said, uh, spend a week at a hotel at the bottom of the ocean. To my understanding, no one's ever gotten to the bottom of the ocean. Right. So this, so this is, is already a magical scenario. So we're speak. going where no one's ever been, and right. somebody figured out how to construct something down there. And it's right. a hotel. So presumably it's open for business. Mm -hmm. So we can, you know, feel a little bit safe down there. Right. It would be fascinating to try to look out and see what's down there. I'm sure it's almost pitch black, but I bet they came up with some cool lighting. Yeah, for this totally. insanely expensive hotel. It probably look awesome. And again, uh, uh, my my top criteria is uh, uh, bathroom accessibility. Um, yeah, <laughs> limit anything. So take a shower. Yeah, like, you have to. I don't know what you have to do in space. Just use a wipe. Yeah, I, don't I know. think they do. Yeah. Yeah, it seems so, awful. Yeah, yeah. It's not for me. Not is for what me. I know. Yeah, I'm ready to go to the bottom of the ocean. Let's go. Yeah. All right. And looks like Kat has another hypothetical for us. Would you rather spend one night in an actual haunted house or a week in the woods? Actual haunted house. Right. So this huh. is ghosts are real. We know this. Yeah. And where would you rather hang out? So this is this is playing into the idea a little bit of like, I, I, I don't know. I can't tell you that I believe in ghosts. I would love to. Right. But I've never seen one. I, I we're saying this is confirmed 
beyond a shadow of a doubt, this house is genuinely haunted. We know this now. We know this to be true. But also, I love the woods. <coughs> oh, I just came up with it. I know I know my answer exactly. Um, haunted house. 100%. Okay. You know why? Yeah. Why? Because I can, I, can, I can already go to the woods if I want to. I did, right. in fact. A few, uh, uh, maybe, I guess, sometime last year, Allie and I uh, rented a house in the middle of nowhere and just right. went out with uh, Molly the dog and, and Zoe the baby and we spent a few days and it was lovely. Absolutely lovely. Yeah. So it can be yeah. done. Right. Therefore, haunted house as well. can't necessarily be done. Right. I feel the same way. I have the option of doing that, of going to the woods, but a yeah. truly haunted house. Also, I wouldn't want to be in the woods for a week. I'm not going to lie. Because really? I also don't think in I don't think in this hypothetical it means like a nice Airbnb cabin in the woods. I think it's probably like camping, I would imagine. Oh. Spend, you think so? spend a week in the woods oh. or in a haunted house. Like a Blair Witch style week in the woods. Maybe. Hopefully not fully Blair Witch style. It's like you're walking in the same direction. Right. <laughs> for seven days. Fingers crossed, no. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I would go one night in a haunted house because also haunted doesn't necessarily mean like super scary and awful. Maybe I'm getting a, a whiff of nice perfume every once in a while or somebody's else. smoothing my my brow as I'm going to sleep. Actually, that, that sounds, sounds really scary. Horrible. I know. What I was trying to think of a nice about? ghost doing something soothing. I know you're totally right. No, listen, I don't care how nice the ghost is. The second that something defies reality, you it's know, very like scary. even if a ghost tries to like hand me a candy bar and I see it floating yeah. through the air to me, even though we can agree that's theoretically a kind gesture, how horrific. To see yes. something impossible, seemingly impossible, happen in front of you. So no matter what, I think it's going to be scary. Yeah, it's um, absolutely true. But I still pick Haunted House because then I would finally know. I do too. Yeah, Haunted House for me. No. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Kristen, who is the scariest horror villain of all time? This comes to us from Megan. Huh. The scariest horror villain of all time. That's a good question. I know. It's tricky. My mind first went Jigsaw. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I think I this is like a I gut stand... time question. Yeah, right. I don't know if I, if I would stand by that under further scrutiny, but it like there's no reasoning with Jigsaw. He's off site. And, and he insists that he's correct. Right. And so like even to get out of the trap, even if you succeed, you lose. Mm-hmm. That's horrifying. They're really like he's yeah. he's really taken away like all option from you. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are no so, loopholes. He's he's said no. to have figured out every possible contingent. Right. And there's a time limit on figuring that out. Yeah, don't like that. That is so scary. And also like a pig man comes to you and puts like a bag over your head. The the entire affair is Really off the charts. So without giving it further thought, I'm going to say Jigsaw. There's not one nice part. No, there's not <laughs> one know, redeeming. I, well, that's, that's not true. There is a nice part. What? If you win and that little puppet mm-hmm. comes out on a tricycle and you <laughs> see the, the light dazzle off its little red shoes, that's yeah, kind of nice. 
it's kind of nice, but you're probably like bleeding from your eyes by the time that happens. You're in no condition to enjoy it. <laughs> to enjoy it, right. But so, it is nice. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I uh, my, uh, Similarly, I'm going to go with a gut, a gut one, and then I'm going to try yeah. to unpack why. I mm-hmm. instantly thought of Pennywise. Oh, instantly. Okay. Immediately. And I'm not even that big a fan of it. Um, he is really scary. He's really scary. He's un like like supremely unknowable, right? And he turns into whatever you most fear, right? So he's literally the embodiment of fear in a sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, that face in the sewer. I know that's the iconic moment. Listen, we've talked a lot about it. We don't only up. know the 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 glancing blows stuff. We've read the books. Oh yeah. Uh, the, well, the one book. Um, mm-hmm. we've, we've seen every iteration of the movie, but, right. uh, I still think of his face in the sewer the way I think just about anybody does. It's um, scary. But also that thing of being like, well, hiya, Georgie. My name is Bob Gray. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, what does that mean? Who the hell is Bob Gray? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. There's like a multi-personality-ness to him. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. Stephen King in the last couple of weeks blew up horror world i just realized this i I shared this on our patreon discord okay so there yeah i guess somebody was like stephen king tweeted like people always debate who's the most evil character pennywise or randall flag randall flag Mm -hmm. is a recurring villain in a lot of king stories and he writes he goes but i've never seen anybody say point out what if they're the same person right and like Stephen King Twitter, horror Twitter went, what? So, I don't know. Maybe Pennywise is legitimately the big villain of all Stephen King works. And that does seem like something that he would do to make almost everything intertwined in some way. I also think he could have just been having fun. Um, Oh, certainly. But I also could believe that that is his headcanon. I agree with that. I agree he might be having fun. I also mm-hmm. think it's not impossible that Stephen King is the kind of guy to go like, well, I just thought of it, so <laughs> yeah, it's a fact oh, totally. now. Yes. He's the creator, so if he thinks yeah. that that's the case, it's it's the case. Yeah, it's like D- uh, J.K. Rowling saying that Dumbledore is gay. I know. Hey, man, what is going on with Harry Potter stuff? That new movie is getting Dunkaroo Reviewaroos. Yeah, well, she gets a huge Dunkaroo review from me. So, I agree. I'm with you. You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it, Kristen? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to cover up my Harry Potter tattoos, though. Do you really? I kind of do. I find her repugnant, which is not a huge surprise or anything. So you, but... can't, you can't separate the art from the artist in this case? I don't think I can. I think they've got, they've got to make a statement if they want to. They've got to make a statement and and like be like, no, Harry Potter is now a thing outside J.K. Rowling. It's going to happen anyway. Nobody lives forever. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's it's not something I've really thought. I mean, the tattoo thing, like a yeah, ton, yeah. ton about, but I definitely am like, ugh. Cover them all with Guide to the Unknown stuff. <laughs> yeah, just all the logo. Boom, boom, boom. Well, let's all let's right. stay in uh, Stephen King-averse. How's that okay. Sound? Sounds good to me. Here's a question from Carrie. You've got to choose of these two things. One gets erased from existence. It's erased from all memory. Nobody even knows that it, it happened. Okay. Which do you choose? The book The Shining. Okay. Or the movie The Shining. Hmm. So 
there's a potential here for people being like, I love that Jack Nicholson movie, The Shining. It's based right. on nothing. I don't know what yeah. it's based on. There's, there is no source material. No, it's just an original idea yeah. that uses like a bare framework Spooky from the book, house. The Shining. Yeah. So what would? Well, I no. Have? If the book, if the book no longer exists. Oh, I thought. Okay, I thought you were saying um, that people right now in the real world might not realize that the book and the movie are super different. Yeah, yeah. So I misunderstood. Um, well, okay, that is so- that is the fun of the question because they are super de duper different. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I really love both. Yeah. I gotta say, I want the movie The Shining to stick around. Really? Yeah, because I've rewatched The Shining and planned to a whole bunch of times. Yeah. And I've read the book once, maybe twice, maybe. I kind of think just once. And I don't, I'm not against rereading it, but it's not really on my list. So I would want the movie. Yeah, I guess there's there's also the potential snowball effect here of like the the movie has inspired, I mean, untold vast quantities of of films, books, movies, television that I love. So if you zap that of it out of existence, does it zap those things out of existence? Exactly. That's or, a very good point. Or um uh if you zap the book See, I guess here's here's the trouble spot because I'm almost like if you, you zap the book, it zaps the movie. <coughs> but evidently not. If we're playing by these rules, I know. I'm but saying we were... so. Maybe we can't play by those rules. So maybe mm-hmm. you can zap the movie, and then everything that was inspired by it is still here. It's just the the, in, yeah, right. the inspiration for it is magically gone. Here, here's here's the weird thing about um, I, I if you keep the book, you get rid of the movie. Mm-hmm. Somebody might readapt the book and make a great Shining movie. Yeah. But if you yeah, if, if if you get rid of the book, there's so much stuff that's just gone. The book and the movie yeah. are so different. There's so many interesting subplots in the book and certainly gross stuff um mm-hmm. um that I wouldn't be sorry to to forget about, but the right. book is just so gigantic and huge yeah. and yes. interesting. I think ultimately I'm going to side with the book. I yeah. really like the book quite a bit. Uh that's- completely and fair i've always felt like they're two different things almost but they when, completely are when push comes to shove i think i'm going to go with the vast wealth of material of the book and say hey somebody's going to make the the a movie out of this someday right that's mm-hmm. completely understandable all right let's go to this question from mike they ask which cryptid do you <laughs> think has the best chance of actually existing huh huh <laughs> That's interesting. So well, I got one right off the tick. If you need, oh to really? Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigfoot. Oh, you think so? I think it's totally possible. But so many so- people spend so much time and money searching for him. I know, but my understanding is that the the woods of some areas are denser than I can even possibly consider. Like, yeah. think about missing people who have gone lost in really dense areas of wood who've just never no trace of them has been found Yeah, that's because true. the areas are just so incredibly sprawling, but also so densely packed with trees and, yeah. you know, local flora and fauna or whatever um, that they just can't be found. So of, of everything, I don't think it's super likely, 
Yeah. But it's not it's really not that that out there to me that there could be a Bigfoot, a, Sa- a Sasquatch, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you've got a very interesting justification that I can I can get on board with your example of like humans go missing and we don't know mm-hmm. what happened is a really, really good one. Um, yeah, I mean, and specifically in I mean, not only in that situation, but, you know, on hikes and walks in wooded areas that are really dense yeah i know true. That that's a thing um i'm i'm gonna go with a, a fairly almost boring one but i do think it's just likely more likely i should say the chupacabra okay right because all all that's known about the chupacabra anyway to my understanding it's been a while since i've looked at the chupacabra homepage. yeah same uh on the princeton website that's true look up our episode mm-hmm. uh 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 uh, Chimo Jones, Chemo Jones, and the Chupacabra homepage. Right, one of the greatest discoveries we've ever made. Absolutely. Um, but uh, the Chupacabra is just an explanation for all these cows were drained of their blood. It's just an animal predator. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're not saying that it's imbued with some mythic power or that it yeah. is, you know, some some missing link from you know a fluke of evolution. It's that's just a, a, an animal that's got to eat or, or mm-hmm. drink blood. Uh, that makes sense to me. Yeah. No, you're right. That, yeah. I think they're both pretty pretty reasonable. Um, all right. I got a quick one for you here, too. Maybe not that quick, actually. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is from Carrie. Uh, uh, shag, Mary kill. Uh, canoodle, Mary kill. How do you feel about okay. that? Okay. Oh, what did I say when I went? I went on, um, I think, on American Hysteria. Yeah, you I, did. M- God, what the hell was it? It was like, it doesn't matter. It was like cuddle. Something yeah, or something like that. Mothman, Bigfoot, Nessie. Kill Nessie, obviously. Why? News. It's just a big because dinosaur. Because I, I find Nessie Nessie bores me. Okay, fine. If I'm living a life of sh- of shagging and marrying, yeah. Nessie's not making the cut. Okay, all right. Okay, and then it was Bigfoot and oh, Mothman? Mo- Bigfoot um, and Mothman, yeah. Let's see. Ugh, I don't want to shag either of them. I know. There's no there's no canoodling to be done with any of these creatures. What's in my the opinion. good answer? No. Yeah, canoodle, right. Uh God, let me think. I mean, I <laughs> I guess Mothman, because just based on name, he might have some more human attributes yeah, there might than be Bigfoot. A, a degree of, of humanity there. Right. right. So I guess Canoodle with Mothman and Mary Bigfoot. You just got to hope he doesn't give you the injured cold shoulder. <laughs> oh, William. Bazinga. Or I do hope that. Like, yeah, true. You know, I'm being forced into this situation. So I'm like, oh, God, really please wanna. give me the injured cold shoulder. And he yeah. just ignores me and like hangs out in a different part of the nuclear plant. And I just yeah. take a walk. So you would you would marry Bigfoot? Yeah, I don't have to do anything else with him, but I could legally marry Bigfoot. It is it is down in stone and written to the rules that I must canoodle yeah, I with know, it's someone. True. It is it is complicated. I could just have a marriage of convenience with the with the other one. And so yes, I would have if I have to do this, then it's Bigfoot. Well, one thing's for certain, you'll get plenty of alone time. <laughs> Never even see the guy. Yeah. William. Uh I've got a lot of good like sitcom. Yeah. sitcom jokes about relationships yeah. with cryptids right um, okay so what would you do get at me nbc um mm-hmm. i think um i would uh i want to marry mothman 
Okay. Because Mothman's able to predict like when things are going to go wrong and, per- and, and seemingly can fly. Right. Right. So I might get to to fly around in the sky. So that's kind of nice. And Absolutely. then I'll get some cryptic hints, you know, that I'm going to burn the toast or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Bigfoot and Nessie. I don't. I don't really want to kill anything either. We don't really don't really no, talk I about don't that. Either, but of course, want to kill anybody? No, of course um, not. I'll shag uh, or canoodle. You know what? I'll canoodle the Loch Ness monster because. Okay. Purely because I don't think that thing gets enough love. <laughs> it seems like everybody <laughs> hates this Loch Ness monster. Everybody, I think it's just me. I'll give it a, I'll give it a little kiss on its head. I think the Loch Ness monster is fine. That's a, that's part of why I feel comfortable voicing my you know semi distaste for it because Fair I don't enough, think it's yeah. gonna. I'm gonna hurt its feelings. I know, that's, fine. True. They, that's true. There are those Nessie like ladles. <laughs> People love them. Okay, if you say so. Uh, there's <laughs> a lot of negativity here on Guide to the Unknown about this Loch Ness monster. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but I'm going to go d- – and I don't really have this bone in my body, but I'm going to go down in history as the man who killed Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm going to be famous for finding, proving the existence of, God. and killing. You're going to be like Eric Trump, like Bigfoot. holding up a rhino no! horn. Oh, you just ruined it. <laughs> you ruined the dream. You ruined the dream. You were taking a little bit too much pride in it. There could have been documentaries just simply titled The Man Who Killed Bigfoot. Right. And it's about me. That doesn't that, that sounds cool. I lie it and say that I was cool, protecting but... people. <laughs> <laughs> and not that you were just scared. Make up some propaganda or signed a contract with Carrie. Did it immediately. Yeah, right. <laughs> a yeah, listener, yeah. a listener forced me to. Yeah. They held us to it. I had no alternative. <laughs> Um, all right, here's a here's a great, great question. I have my answer right off the bat. I almost want to oh. say you could do three. I almost want to say. Let's see if okay. you have one right off the top of your head. This is from Rebecca. Okay. If you could immediately solve any unsolved mysteries in history, what mystery would you choose and why? I want to know who that Zodiac is. That's mine. That is mine. That is the answer that I instantly came up with. I want to know who the Zodiac know. was. I got to know. Mm-hmm. I got to know. I got to know. And I don't think we're ever going to know. So I'm going to need the power <sighs> of, you know, the powers of that this question is bestowing on us. It feels like the only chance we'll ever have to know who the Zodiac was is that he, because he's probably too old now, right? Yeah. Um, if he's alive. Um, right. Uh, is that he left, you know, uh, a cipher for some descendant to prove that it's him long oh after God. his death. You know, like Mark Twain wrote an autobiography but said he can't publish it until 100 years after my death. Which is so awesome. So cool. Did the Zodiac do some sort of time capsule, time release thing just to revel in it but never have to pay for his crimes? I mean, it seems like that isn't such an implausible scenario because – he obviously really liked the razzle dazzle of the whole thing. He did, yeah. Um, so that's not impossible, but I, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Really, I know. We would I, I need, think you're right. There isn't, if I remember correctly, there isn't really like super viable DNA material that we could even use to compare against something. Yeah. I believe, right? Um, so anything would be anecdotal and could be probably disproven as easily as it's proven it's true right? like remember there was um i think earlier in well i mean in the last year so in 2021 
they said that they found the Zodiac and then yep. it fell apart pretty oh, quickly. Oh, they say this all the time. It seems like it seems like periodically they, they, some article comes out where they're like, solved after so long, the Zodiac, proven. It's, who knows? Maybe because it was still COVID time, I feel like there was an especially large, like, whoa! Oh, really? Kind of like freak out feeling around it, but it ended up not being the case. So, um, yeah, so Zodiac for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. What's another one of yours? Um, uh, so mine, uh, fairly pedestrian. Um, I was also going to go with, uh, Jack the Ripper. Not that I would, it wouldn't mean anything. Cause it would just be like, his name was Howard Brumholt. Um, right. But it would be good to know <laughs> because be we've all wondered for so long. We've it's such wondered. an iconic mystery. Yes. And, uh, the, uh, the mysteries of the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. Do we get like a full data dump? from these things right. like if i solve the mystery like with a with a wave of my wand mm-hmm. snap of my fingers do i know everything like right or are we when getting you like die a here's here's exactly what happens if it's not just you know your your brain turns off the electricity in your body dissipates goes in right. the atmosphere or whatever you get to know literally everything i want to know every nitty gritty detail what yeah. are ghosts what sightings are real what sightings are fake Jack the Ripper, who was he? Um, did anybody ever figure out who he was? And, and yeah, just don't that know. would be interesting. Too. Same with like Zodiac. People, exactly. People who maybe thought it, but they didn't want to accuse somebody of something so big. Yeah. And now they find out that it is the case. That would be really interesting. I would like to know what secrets the government knows about aliens and ufos and stuff that they don't tell us uh, because they'll they'll release like you know the um you know they'll declassify things um every once in a while but i have to imagine that there's more to it that they hold back i'd be very curious to know what information they've been able to amass and then just kind of like keep to themselves yeah that that's a very interesting one yeah because there is so much potential misdirect information out there now Mm-hmm. Like, are they using these reports about UFOs to even hide the real truth? Right. I mean, further, who, deeper truth. Who knows? But I, I've always and I know that this doesn't happen. I've always loved the idea that like one president like sits down with the next president on his way, you know, on his way out and like, is like, all right, so here's the deal. Yeah. And like lays the story on him. I would just really like to know the inside conversations I know. about this kind of stuff because it's so out there and it's become such a and is such like a sci-fi sort of thing it'd be so interesting to hear what people at high levels who ostensibly take things like really seriously and logically and whatever i would like to hear what they have to say behind closed doors firmly agreed i would love love yeah be so interesting i want to read like are there already um are there already speeches written in case an alien right. comes down so that whatever sitting president, because it's a rotating yeah. door, right? Yeah. Whatever president just handed a speech and they're like, we've had this written for 70 years. Yeah. Read this now. And they're like, my fellow Americans, P2 is a hell of a guy. <laughs> who is like, this president? I is this Bill Clinton? I wonder who this is written for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, I can do an impression of any. Pre- give me give me any president. W. W? Um, yeah. uh, contagious. That's, what? That's all I came up with. I don't know. When did he say that? Strategery. Strategery. <laughs> there oh you my go. God. That's the Will Ferrell one. What a trip that guy was. I, well, they're all trips. Literally I every know. president is a trip. Absolutely. But 
<laughs> making up words left and right is wild. I used to I used to tell Ali I'd be like, uh, here's my impression of Jefferson. How you doing, everybody? It's nice to see you. You can't disprove it. You know? Yeah, right. Nope. <laughs> I got an impression of everybody. That you could know, be perfectly I've right. E- I've even got a Washington. How's it going, gang? It's so nice to see you. It's so nice to be here. <laughs> Those are the wooden teeth. All right. <laughs> You're kind of getting in the way. Let's take All let's right. take a break, but here's here's a, a not horror one that I want to do just because it's fun. This came to us from Megan. Kristen, okay. what is your favorite candle scent? Oh, thank you for asking. I actually do have a, a current favorite candle scent. It is Room 237 oh. from Purgatory Candle Company. I just realized it's, it sounds like you're setting me up for an ad, maybe. It, it does. I, this is a, I, I, picked, I picked a non-horror question just for fun, but it has a horror answer. I, yeah. I, I did not know. Yeah, no, it's um, it's yeah, it's a horror themed candle company. I got Will a couple of them for Christmas or his birthday or something. Yeah, I think I have them right and, here. Yeah, and um, this scent, Room 237, is, I think that it's described as being like bay rum and tobacco or something. Yeah. And actually, I received it by accident while I was placing an order. They they substituted it for something something else by accident. And I emailed them, and they said, oh, just hang on to it, and we'll send you the right thing. And I ended up loving it. And I've bought this same candle multiple times. And actually, if you're watching the video version, you can see behind me, probably can't tell what it is, but um, I bought a wax warmer for the first time in my life because buying the wax melts is less expensive than buying the candle itself. And I am so enamored of this scent that I want to be able to have it going like all the time. You can't imagine your life without it. I can't imagine my life without it. No, but I love it. That's that's my current favorite. Interesting. Wow, that was a deeper mm-hmm. answer than anticipated. Oh, I love candles. We could do a whole candle cast. Mine. For I, the I record, have more thoughts. Mine, for the record, is anything that smells like the forest or cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, why don't we take a, a quick break, and then we're going to do some more uh, questions here. Perfect. How does that sound to you? Sounds great. All right. So we want to take a minute to tell you about our sponsor, NordVPN. That's right. Right now, no matter where you are, there's a good chance that you, yes, you, are being tracked. Your phone, your laptop, your tablet. I know for sure that marketers are constantly after me. Hackers and who knows who else. Right. So the best way to hide on the World Wide Web? Using a VPN to encrypt your traffic, hide your IP, and cover your tracks online. Use it at home, at work, and on the go to to enjoy nonstop protection. Nonstop. Round the clock. We are using it right now ourselves. This is true. And Mm -hmm. it is unbelievable how easy it is to set it all up, tap a button, and bam, you are hidden online. Um, you can join servers all over the globe. I've done this myself. I was, I was playing around with it earlier and I could even join servers in Romania. So who knows? I might even be connected to the internet from Dracula's castle in Transylvania. Uh, no guarantees on that. I just, who knows? Maybe. It could be. If you want to attempt to connect to Dracula's castle in Transylvania, right now NordVPN is offering a discount to new users who visit nordvpn.com slash gttupod. And you put in the promo code gttu. Yep. Get that discount. Get a free month and free threat protection today. That is nordvpn.com slash gttupod. Promo code GTTU. And if you change your mind, you're going to be protected by their 30 day money back 
guarantee. So wh- what do you have to lose? Absolutely. Protect you can be yourself. Protected. Yeah. Hide you from can- nefarious parties on the internet. Absolutely. And you can check out. I know a lot of people use VPNs to um, like check out news in different countries or something or videos. Um, VPNs are like a whole thing that can benefit you safety wise, but also entertainment wise. So definitely go check out NordVPN.com. Yep. We've got links in the show notes right this second. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I also I did this last week and I want to do this this week as well. I want to boost some people. I have got um, uh, the portfolio right in front of us here for Ariana Goodman, um, who I worked with at Hunt a Killer, is an incredible writer, an, intel- an insanely talented person. And you can check out Ariana's portfolio at allomythic.com. That is A-L-L-O mythic, M-Y-T-H-I-C dot com. And here's what she has to say about herself. Hi, my name is Ariana Goodman, and I'm a game writer and narrative designer with a background in research and technology. In my spare time, I enjoy world building, light programming, and studying linguistics. On the main page, I basically dump everything I'm passionate about on the internet, but on my portfolio, you'll find more curated examples of my work, both commercially and not. And you need to check this out. Ariana worked on Royal Street for Hunt Killer, Body on the Boardwalk, um, Nancy Drew... That is my favorite one. Yes. I love that. Look at the design of that and everything. I know. I know. It's so cool. Uh, Blair Witch. So Ariana Ariana and I wrote together on Blair Witch Season 2, and it was so much fun talking with Ariana about story possibilities, even just chatting on the side. Ariana is a wonderful person, um, um, and you should definitely check out all of her work, allomythic.com. Boost the signal. Get her out there, and uh, what a terrific person. So – that's Ariana. All right. Excellent. Let's right. do some more uh, questions here. All right. That was Ariana. And this is Megan. Yes. Megan asked, what horror character do you wish survived their story slash movie? So who's somebody oh. that you were really bummed when they died? All right. I, I I have an instant one that comes to mind. And I feel like you might be able to guess it. Okay. It is It is fairly obvious. And it seems like it might happen. It seems like it might happen. It, yeah, it might come to pass that this character did survive. Oh, um, what's her name? Kirby. Yeah, that's right. That, yeah, is, yeah. that is the first one that comes to mind. Kirby in Scream 4, mm-hmm. played by Hayden Panettiere, right. is such a fun character, fits the vibe of Scream, um, mm-hmm. sells all the horror knowledge stuff, which every single character in a Scream movie seems to need to know the ins and outs of literally everything. She right. sells it so well, and her death is so sudden and sad um, yeah. that I, I think it would be really interesting to see what she's become, see mm-hmm. the, the baggage of this life on her. I, I love Scream as sort of a, a, a charting the growth of a person. I think Kirby would be a fascinating one. All right, mine is also from Scream, and I think it would have been really interesting, even though it's such a good kill, it's obviously an iconic kill, I don't want to keep using that word, but it is. Oh, I Um, I know who you're going to say. Go ahead. Tom Prinz from Scream 3, who blows up because he doesn't smell gas. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. It would have been so interesting to see where he went in the rest of the movie. Where's Tom Prinz today? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Casey Becker in the first scream. Oh. Think about how weird and interesting it would be to see Drew Barrymore like sitting by the fountain yeah. with the rest of the people, 
like talking about the murders that just happened or whatever. Yeah, that's a fun one because it rewrites everything. Yeah, that's right. that's pretty interesting. Because mm-hmm. yeah. also, I just love Drew Barrymore, um, but I think that yeah, I think she'd be really cool to see in the rest of the movie. Yeah, that that is that is interesting. I'd mm-hmm. also I'd also like seeing her dynamic with Stu, her oh ex. Oh my god, <laughs> them having like a weird sort of. Um, I don't know, animosity toward each other, like yes. gentle ex animosity. It'd be very fun. Well, remember, she also unmasks the killer in that opening scene. Right. So right. she survived that attack and knew it was him. <laughs> I guess I'm imagining a world where she wasn't even killed, like where she wasn't attacked. <laughs> no, if, I know, if Casey I know. Becker was just part of the fabric of the Scream first movie universe as yeah. a living person. Well, actually, along those lines, and I know I know I'm sticking with Scream because it's all it's all we can talk about. But um, <clears throat> I, I'm still dying for a character, a killer specifically, to survive one of these movies. Me too. I, I am, I'm just so surprised that they have not gone to that as a well. You know, Me too. like there, there's that as a story element for convenience sake. But also, I just think it would be fascinating to see mm-hmm. what happens after one of these movies. How how is justice meted out? Or yeah. How does the killer get away and loom large over everything that follows? Right. Um, that I would like to see. Literally any killer. <clears throat> I would like to see that too. But I think that's it. Otherwise, I don't know that there's like a character that I'm like, oh, I can't mm. believe that they killed X. I know. I- I'm sure there has been at some point for something. Yeah. Um, I was, you know what? I was pretty shocked by the main big kill in um, A Quiet Place, the first one. I oh, was surprised yeah. when that happened. Yeah. So not not that I necessarily. Well, I guess no. I guess I was bummed. I never saw part two. Did they hold to that? Yes, they did. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I I it always felt like they could backpedal that, but well, a quiet place. Yeah, they they hold to it. Yeah, they do. I okay. want to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's a very interesting one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not like I was, like, dying for him and be like, oh, my God, for the rest of the movie. But right. I was definitely shocked by it and bummed. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, it was so sad, that totally kill. That. Oh, God, it made me cry. Oh, Really? Oh, God, yeah. It didn't make me cry. Yeah, it made me cry. But I, uh, I, I've got, I'm, I'm made of steel. <laughs> That's right. Stone. I have no emotion <laughs> whatsoever. Yes, of course. Um. Okay, would you rather... This is funny. This is from Christy. Would you rather live in a haunted house and you cannot move? Okay. Which I initially read as like you're frozen to the spot. But <laughs> Me I think, too. I, I did too. And then I, I quickly pivoted. Yeah. Yeah. You can't sell the house. You can't go away. You have to You have to live in there. Yep. Or be possessed, Ooh. but the demon will be exercised after three days. <laughs> wow. What a good a question. Haunted house for the rest of your life, but presumably you can do anything you want. Or oh my God. under a demon's control for three days. Oh, my God. I know. It's weird. Man, I mean, I feel I have to outright reject being under a demon's control. But it just you seems... know it's got a time limit. Yeah, but you could do any manner of damage in that time. Does everyone know that you're possessed? Is it like being on vac- I imagine this as being on, like, vacation. And then I wake up. Maybe the, maybe no. the demon does some light jogging. I snap to think about think about Pazuzu that situation is 
foisted upon your home for three days. That is true. Yeah, that's that seems like trouble with a capital T. But but doesn't Allie know about this scenario? Can't she be like, we'll just lock Will in the other room for three days? It'll be over. Yeah, but I, I don't know. There's there's always something where they get loose something. or, you know, whatever. You know what right. I mean? Like the demon will have your voice and be crying at the door and say that it's hurt or that you're hurt, you know, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I get kept responsible? You can't yeah. trust it. Am I held responsible for whatever the demon does while I'm under its control? You're not held responsible, but I think that, you know, your friends and family are not going to see you the same way. They really? can't help it. Even if I'm like, it's Even not going it to be me for three days. It's still there. I feel like there's going to be this element of doubt. Like, was the demon kind of expressing something that was within you already? Yeah. Oh, boy. You know? Okay. You're you're selling. It, it taints me. all of your relationships <laughs> for the rest of your life. I think. All right. Well, which haunted house? What kind depending of depending on what house? the demon does? I mean, if the demon's just chilling, it's not so bad. But if the demon's like, I don't know, doing real bad stuff. But can you imagine how annoying it would be to live in like the poltergeist house and like you're just trying to get lunch, and then that makes you think that it's covered in maggots. And then you're brushing yeah, your teeth you and suddenly on... you start ripping your face apart like <laughs> for the forever I mean, you... for the rest of your life. <laughs> you could go on vacations and stuff though. Like Yeah, you just can't Maybe move. you can't move, but you right. know, maybe you could have like a summer home on the Cape. And then Cape, that's pretty good. Cape Fear. Uh <laughs> yeah. that, that's interesting. You you've you've raised an interesting point. The idea that you could theoretically come and glo- go as you please. Yeah, like that has to be, you know, your your main hub, but you do have breaks from it. Yeah, three days of demon. Yeah, I really was imagining like, you know, I basically go to sleep in there. And then after three days, I wake up and I'm like, hey, guys, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) What happened while I was away? But, you know, you could have killed a man. The world's on fire. You could have said horrible things that are coming out in your own voice. I didn't kill anybody. I know, I know. But it could be saying horrible things in your own voice to people that you love. I do value my voice. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah what if it came and did a stinker of a podcast with me that'd be Ooh. funny it'd be like that's that the demon cast we're gonna lose is the demon going like and i'm inside her little brother william <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's pretending to to be you mm. free of the demon and just doing a real clunker of a show oh we lose everyone oh so if i'm like all right everybody i'm about to be possessed for three days just remember that mm-hmm. and then but it could be like oh guess what actually i'm it, it didn't happen i'm fine yeah. And then it insidiously starts doing stuff. That's yeah. the kind of things that demons do. You're right. You right. are right about that. All right, right. You sold me. I'm going with Haunted House. All right. All we're gonna, right. We're going to live stream it. in there, though. We're going to set up some like live cams and stuff. <laughs> It'd be cool. All right. Here's a fun one from Rebecca. They said, if you had to pick a horror movie to live in for a night, what movie would it be? And what's your survival plan? To live in for a night? Yeah. Survival plan implies that you could die at any minute, right? So I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's danger afoot if it's a horror movie, is kind of the implication. Right. So. <laughs> well, I'm just yeah, saying, there, like, I think there are, are horror movies where, like, you know, se- like if, 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 if you're in the movie for, if you're in the movie The Ring for one night. Right. You don't need a full survival right. plan because yeah. it'll take seven days. So we've, but, it has yeah. to be a movie that has immediate danger, right. immediate stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, um so what would you want to live in and also having survival plans means you might survive so i think that there are a few things to consider here like somewhere where you might i don't know that gives you the best odds yeah that's true so i don't want to be in nightmare on elm street because that guy can Mm -hmm. literally do anything 
Yeah. Obviously, I don't want to be in it. Um, no. Yeah, I don't think I want to be in a slasher. I don't think I'm running away. I don't think I'm getting away from the killer. I don't know because what I I think you're right, but also what I had first thought about slashers was that I would want to be in a situation with a mortal bad guy because oh. I stand more of a chance than like Freddy going into my dreams. Meaning you might be able to kill the killer or just hide. Right. My survival honestly my survival plan in anything would be to hide as well as I possibly can. So the game is really what horror movie has the most fun potential to be a part of um but you can survive so like what are fun right. scenario horror movies because like i wanted to stay away from zombies because i feel like zombie survival plan is like mm-hmm. its own sort of thing and 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 a common question but yeah and but, we we did it in the first horror hypotheticals episode I oh think. that makes sense but also mm-hmm. like being in dawn of the dead would be kind of cool you run around yeah. the mall. You can do whatever you want. You know That's I'm going a good for place. GameStop. You know, I've got my own bed at Macy's. Yeah. And you could, like, go up into the vents or so- Well, somebody could. I couldn't fit into the vents. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, someone man. could go into the vents. <laughs> <laughs> somebody could get into those vents. That's for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, interesting. Hmm. Or, like, a ghost movie or signs. Oh, yeah. But signs are just like, what, I got to do farming? Like, I got to live on a farm? (laughs) Well, I think it was for a night, right? Let me see. A night, yeah. What did it say? Uh, Yeah, to live in for a night. So signs isn't so bad, you know? I know, but it, yeah. Spoon with Joaquin Phoenix. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm going to look up top horror franchises, and let's just see what, what, like, is the most fun you trying know. to think like so, what's a fun setting halloween nightmare on elm street friday the 13th scream saw paranormal activity mm. Is it i wouldn't want to you're kind of just at home <laughs> you're at home and and just danger around every corner it feels yeah that's true the conjuring final destination evil mm. dead jaws literally a day at the beach just don't go in the mm. water right right I'm oh Kristen, for a- you texas chainsaw <laughs> oh yeah i would love that yeah I'm trying to think of what it, what's like an especially cool horror movie setting. I know. That would be like neat to be in. <sighs> I can only think of, and I, I wouldn't want to be here, but the castle from Crimson Peak is cool oh, as far as cool. settings go. Yeah. Um, and what's the horror there? I'm trying to remember. Like, do you just have to dodge Jessica Chastain? Yeah, I guess so. And um, Loki, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Um, Although uh, there's a ghost, it's not really just dodging Jessica Chastain. That's true. Is it even Jessica Chastain? I'd be wrong. But um, ooh, Alien. Alien, you kind of like have eh. like outer spacey stuff. Yeah. True. Oh, you know. But you're what? so you're so. Um, it is Jessica Chastain, by the way. Just in case anybody was wondering, um, you're you're so enclosed. So I feel yeah. like it'd be really hard to survive Alien. That is true. Yeah. Um, uh, man, I was uh, so Doctor Sleep or The Shining because you can be in like a very fancy, mm. beautiful hotel. Yeah, but it's so scary. I mean, I guess you could lock yourself in the uh, like the pantry or yeah. whatever. Like Wendy locks Jack in. Oh, here's a good one: Cabin in the Woods. Okay, I think that's pretty cool because that almost has like a uh, an escape right. room type environment. If yeah, I'm right. in there for a night and I know that I'm being watched, 
I know mm-hmm. that they're going to throw, you know, a classic horror movie threat my way. I'm in danger from that. So it's hard to plan. But yeah. it seems like there's always a sca- an escape hatch somewhere to get into the control booth. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Happy Death Day. You die on a loop. I thought of I thought of that. It's not a particularly fun environment to be in, though. That's Just a true. college campus. Like that is true. I don't know. It's cool, but uh, it, it's not different enough to be like, oh, I would like to magic myself into this situation. That's a very good point. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Cabin in the Woods. I think that that's very fun. I can meet Bradley Whitford, mm-hmm. um, like that guy a lot. Finally, really yep. quippy. Yeah, <laughs> what a silly guy. Fast talker. Or scary movie, because it's all it all seems to be cartoon logic. <laughs> It'd be so annoying oh, though. Ghostbusters. It's New York. I thought that first, but you know what? Weirdly. Oh, you know why? I was about to say I didn't consider it, and then I was like, do I not think Ghostbusters is a horror movie? It was because of the survive angle. Like I feel like that's yeah. not something that where you're really having to worry about survival. Yeah, you're not really in danger. So I kind of discounted it. But yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, I would totally live in the Ghostbusters world for the night. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with I think I'm going to go with Cabin in the Woods, and I'm going to go with entertainment or like filming knowledge to try to figure out where the cameras are mm-hmm. and and put on a show and get into the the booth. And I'm going to go Crimson Peak, and I'm just going to like hide in a, a nook or cranny of that gigantic manor. Yeah, that's interesting. but also look around at the grandeur. Yes, enjoy. Yes, mm-hmm. revel in it. I completely yeah, exactly. understand that. I, I support this. Thank you. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, do we... Oh, okay, similar. Let's stick in a similar kind of question. I think this is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. You can choose a Mike Flanagan show or movie to live in. Which one would you choose or why? So this is not just one night. This is forever. You're living in this oh, boy. story. So Mike Flanagan, I think of some of the big guns of Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor, Dr. Sleep, um, also did uh, Ouija 2, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the Ouija-ning. Yes, I know. I don't know what it is. Oracle. Uh, Oracle? Is that right? I kind of think so. Okay. Um, Hush. Um, That was a fun one. Mm -hmm. Gerald's Game is a Nightmare. (laughs) Um, It just came at Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. Yes, of course. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think? Oh, man. <clears throat> I mean, there aren't like a ton of great times being had. No, everybody's upset. Yeah, everyone's really upset. They have some fun in a blind manner. Like, I feel like the employees there have a nice relationship with each other. Yeah, for a brief time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Admittedly. God, it wouldn't be Hill House because that's almost wall to wall misery, even though I, it's completely sweet. It's beautiful. Nobody's having a great time, though. No, they're not. That's one to, of the, to I, live in there. Yeah. That's one, probably fun. one of the greatest shows ever made, in my opinion. Yeah. Greatest horror shows, but greatest shows overall. Yeah. <clears throat> it, yeah. It's like a, a towering achievement. Yes. Um, but not fun to live in. No. Uh, Midnight Mass wouldn't be fun to live in. Uh, I, God. I guess I would go blind manner from the the brief moments of enjoyment I have in the kitchen with, and also in this scenario, I work there. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So what I guess you, I go blind manner. What do you do with the house? I'm, um, I, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing there? God, I don't have any real transferable skills to a home. You got to be up to something. Shoe shiner. 
Shoe shiner. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Shoe shiner. Yeah. Um, let me see. I'm going to uh, be in. What is this? I'll look this up real quick. He made a show called. Although, you know, Dr. Sleep would be okay. They're going to be coming after your steam. <laughs> They're going <laughs> to kill you. <laughs> That's true, but I could buddy up with Ewan McGregor. That's true. You know, as fellow former drinkers, we would have stuff in common and then he could protect me. Yeah. You, you have some stuff to talk about. He is yeah. a bit of a, a superhero in there. Dr. Mm-hmm. Sleep is almost like X-Men in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, on IMDb, he's also got a credit for something called the Firefighter Combat Challenge. Okay. I have no idea what this is, but it was huh. a TV series in 2001 and he directed it. So okay. that sounds kind of cool. I'll sit on the That's side of fun. craft services, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think um I think I'm gonna go with uh uh I think I'm gonna go with Hill House. Mm-hmm. Okay. But why? Why? Yeah, that's what I was about why to ask. I? I it's I, extremely good, but think about living in it. It does sound like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's of. like wall to wall people in pain and misery. Yeah, but I'm not in the crane family. And they seem to be centrally tormented and other people I, just I read think the we're books integrated. about it. I think we're integrated, though, with whatever's going on. But, you know, we're orbiting it in some way. I've had enough misery. Um, How about... uh, Good God. I mean... You can still choose it, but I'm just saying. It's a toughie. Oh, it was Ouija Origin of Evil that he made. Oh, okay. Um, Okay, I'm going to go with... I guess I'm going to go with Dr. Sleep. Okay. I guess I'm going to go with Dr. Sleep. Yeah, you can hope that they're just not paying, hopefully Bone Daddy or Crow Daddy or whatever <laughs> just isn't paying attention to you in particular. It's not a guarantee that you're the, you know, Right, target. yeah, I don't necessarily have powers just because I'm in mm-hmm. there. I might just be a normal person. Right. Or I have powers and I learn how to fight back. Oh, yeah. Right That's against true. Maybe Rose the Hat. Yeah, right. Ooh, nice. a formidable opponent. Indeed surprisingly formidable so that question was from abby and here's another one this is a non-horror that was from, question that question had been from rebecca if you could choose a mike flanagan movie oops nope See, Go you're ahead. A liar. yeah i am um this is this is a question from abby it's not horror what would your mundane superpower be so similar to dr sleep you get the steam i'm gonna horrify this non-horror question you've got steam it gives you some ability what is your superpower? It can't be flight. You know, it's got to be mm-hmm. something totally mundane. Yeah. Um, you know what I was about to say, but it's actually what the girl does in the movie. I was to say, I talk and it puts people to sleep. Oh. Um, but that, that's basically what Snakebite. Oh, no, Snakebite I mean, can just tell you to do whatever. Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, I guess I would just talk people to sleep and then do whatever <laughs> needs to be done or whatever. Yeah. Or just get away from people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just walk yeah. away. Yeah, my um, my voice, I can make it make them fall asleep. I think mine is that I can do chores just by thinking about them. Whoa, okay, hang on. I didn't think about like practical <laughs> applications like that. Yeah, you just want to make I was thinking of myself asleep. as a character in the caravan thing. Yeah, no, we're, oh, we're talking mundane, mundane, mundane. Like I, I can I can I'm still me. I can still like write and, and do stuff, but right. I can also go like, ah oh, man, I, I really gotta tidy up the basement. Well, let me just uh, envision myself doing it. Ah, oh, it's mm-hmm. done. That's like a form of telekinesis or just like almost yeah. wishing for the end product and then it is manifest. Right. Dishes, um, mowing the lawn, everything. 
Mm -hmm. I think that I would like to be able to like look at a, a, a book or I could, what I'm saying is I would like to be able to discern the information from something right? like instantly upon choosing it. Yeah. You want to be like, meteor I'm, man. Meteor man. Do you remember meteor man? No. Oh man. This movie was on TV all the time. And I, Oh my God. Yep. No, I remember, you remember now. meteor man. Yeah. It's, um, is it Damon Wayans? It is. No, it's Robert Townsend. You're thinking of blank man. I think that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Meteor man is uh, a movie where, uh, this guy becomes a superhero. I don't even know why, but I'm pretty sure that he can just touch a book and oh. he knows everything in it. So he, he's able to pick up knowledge. That is what I would want. Yeah, yeah. I do want to be Meteor Man. You want to be Meteor Man. Yeah, because there are like lots of books or documentaries or whatever that I'm like, I want to know all the knowledge of that, but yeah. I don't really want to spend the time. Um, so yeah, I want to be Meteor Man. That's what I would like. Yeah, so I think he's struck by a meteorite, and mm -hmm. it leaves him with spectacular superpowers such as flight, x-ray slash laser vision, superhuman strength, speed, and hearing invulnerability, healing powers, and the ability to absorb a book's contents by touch. Super breath, telepathy with dogs, and telekinesis. That's a lot. Wow. That's a lot of powers. You can only get one, and you yeah. chose you can pick up a book. Yes. That's okay. what I would like. Okay. Great. Meteor Chrissy. All right. Meteor Chrissy. All right, Will, I think this question is going to take us on home. This is from Mindy. Great. Mindy wants to know what is a movie of any genre that you would want remade as a horror film? Oh, so even if it's a comedy, we can now right. dial up Horrify the horror it. meter. Mm -hmm. uh, that's very, very interesting. Okay, I have two off the bat. One's really, like, you know, expected, and the other, I it just popped in my head. I It's not fully formed. Yeah. The, the first is Willy Wonka. Um, oh. because duh, I mean, it's kind of a horror movie anyway, but, but to like but go really fully into the, like, he's killing kids. Almost. Yes. Yeah. Yes. To like really go into that. Yeah. Do you know if the Timothy Chalamet Willy Wonka is supposed to be like that at all? I don't or know. Willy Wonka. It looks like it's going to scare me away. Yeah. Right. I'll tell you that much. Um, okay. So that, and then I thought dumb and dumber. Dumb and dumber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how this would work. Yeah. But. These guys do blaze something of a trail of destruction in That's a way. True. Yes. So if you were to amplify that and make it scary, perhaps that would be something. I'll tell you what. I think that Dumb and Dumber is one of those movies where people go like, recut as a horror. Like the horror version trailer. Oh, is that know? a thing? Yeah. You know, like, well, oh, like how they recut The Shining head. to be like... Uh, yes. You know, a romantic comedy or stuff like that. I think people have re-edited Dumb and Dumber to be a horror movie. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Maybe. Because Jim Carrey, I think, is basically stalking that lady. Exa that's exactly what came to mind yeah. was Jim Carrey with Lauren. I can't remember what her name is in real life. but um, Her name is yeah, Samsonite. He was way yeah, off. He was way off. Um, so, yeah, I think that might be interesting. And uh, what do you got? Yeah, I, I've got a couple here that I think are kind of fun. Um, for one, and this is weird, but hear me out. Um, it's not a specific movie necessarily, but uh, so maybe I'm cheating, but The Muppets. Okay. Um, there, a few years ago, there was a Muppet murder mystery thing. Mm -hmm. So the, Saw the trailer about a million times 
was so disinterested in it. It, it was like very broad comedy, but the it idea wasn't was the literal was Muppets. It was puppets, right? It was puppets, but it was With from the Melissa Jim Henson. McCarthy. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was. A, it was an R rated, but it was from like the Jim Henson company. It was. Yeah. Like it's like directed by Brian Henson. Oh my god. Yeah, and it looks horrible. But yeah. I had seen concept art of it even years before that, where it was. It looked like a fairly toned down noir. I too remember this. Where yes. I think they understood initially that the fun of it is the contrast of their puppets solving a crime. So if you right. go to a murder scene, there's fluff everywhere and it's all tagged as evidence. But mm-hmm. I wanted that to be more methodical and thoughtful. And yeah. then they did it like big, ridiculous, physical comedy raunch. Yeah. Somebody said, "We this has to be raunchy. I want a raunchy puppet. <laughs> right. <clears throat> and then out came that movie. Mm-hmm. Don't want that. I do think that it would be kind of fun to do like, you know, like the Muppet uh uh Muppet Christmas Carol, but do like Muppet Shining or do yeah. you yeah. know what I mean? Like a Muppet version of something and do it relatively straight, but with a, a sense of humor. Yeah. I think I'd be into be fun. that. That sounds good. Adapt a classic horror with the Muppets. Yeah, yeah that sounds great. So I'd what, be very into what that. Classic horror would I want? You want to do like like Honestly, how about like Muppet Hill House, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. No, Kermit <laughs> Kermit the Frog is Hugh Crane. <laughs> Sounds interesting. I, I, don't, I don't know. No, Miss Piggy I'm in an open interested. grave pulling Fozzie yeah, down. <laughs> I'm a little more interested in Muppet The Shining. I feel like a lot of the um, yeah. the horror of Hill House is just like very real life pain, brutal depression, sadness, mourning, yeah. loss. I don't know if I yeah. want to see Gonzo going through that. Yeah, Gonzo going Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like yeah, like 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 Muppet Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, kind that of sounds great. Like Muppets are getting knocked off left and right, and they're like, wow, yeah. wait, and the, goes in flying the... up. And um, the killer is Fozzie's mom. Oh my god! Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, Ma, that'd be awesome. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Fuzzy. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, yeah, Muppet that. Friday the Thirteenth is what I want. Um, oh, plus, there's been, it's been so long since there's been a Friday the Thirteenth movie. There's so much right. pressure. That's the other thing. There's so much pressure to bring Friday the Thirteenth back for the Thirteenth mm-hmm. movie. It will be and do right. it right or something. It's been in limbo forever because of lawsuits. Wipe the slate clean. Make Muppet Friday the 13th, and now you can start over the and make a, a, a real horror movie. Yeah, that's, totally. That's one of my votes. Um, well, I think that's a beautiful vote. To you know what? On. Anything else is not going to live up to it. I want Muppet Friday the 13th. That's it. Yeah. Full stop. I, I would absolutely love that. Yes. So everyone out there, thank you so much for sending in your questions. We have plenty more. Oh, a ton more. So don't you worry. We will absolutely be doing this again because I find this so, so fun. I think I love Willis it. too. Yeah. I, I love talking ourselves out of a paper bag. I love it's so debate. Fun. It's just goofy. It's fun. And I and I love seeing what people are interested in having us talk about. So to that end, if there's something, if this says pinged a question in your mind, you want to hear us ruminate on or just answer straight even, mm-hmm. send that stuff to us right now. GTTUpod at gmail.com. Yep. Absolutely. And if you would like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash GTTU pod, where we have a number of different tiers that you can check out. You can get up to a bonus episode every single week. And we also have a discord that's really awesome and popping off all the time. And it's the number one best way to support the show and keep us running. And we thank our existing patrons so 
so much. And we feel really proud of what's over there. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash GTTU pod. And I dare say not to toot our own horn. I think we've got one of the greatest shows we ever did. I could not agree with you more. This this past Monday, Kristen and I watched clips of David Copperfield, an yep. insanely famous magician from the 90s. We watched clips of this guy. It is dramatic. It is um, uh, theoretically gruesome. He cuts himself in half a lot. Um, yes. And it is bizarre. Mm-hmm. Bizarre. I, I had so much fun. Watching David Copperfield clips, it was mind-blowing. Go get that right now. It's available on Patreon. Um, You will not regret it. No, I really don't think you will. I do think it's one of our best. Just wonderful. And and a reminder, share Guide to the Unknown out there. Enter your name to win this Scream Steelbook. Um, Again, we're going to be announcing who wins this thing on uh, Friday the 22nd. Mm -hmm. That's next week's show that we'll reveal who won? So uh, as many posts as you want. That's how many times your name goes in the hat. Uh, yep. Get this thing. Put it up on your shelf. Absolutely. And just send us those screenshots at gttupod at gmail.com. And yeah. then you are all good. If we don't know you did it, your name can't be in the hat. So you right. know. We're not going to be checking all of the different things. You definitely have to email us. So please keep that in mind. What am I made of time? Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, Also, just quick mention, we're going to keep mentioning it until it actually happens. We are going to be at the Jersey Devil Fable Festival on May 7th in Asbury Park. So we would love to see you there. We're going to be doing a live show. Um, If you'd like to get more information about that, then just look up the Paranormal Bookstore in Asbury Park. And on their website, they're going to have everything you need to know. Yep. That's going to be super fun. It's going to be wonderful to see people in public. For the yep. first time in a million years, like physically together in one space, it'll be fun to do a live show uh, mm-hmm. for the first time in years. So make sure that you uh, you come out if you're in the area. Yeah, um, please do. Follow at GTTU pod all over the place, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up to date with what we're doing. GTTUpod.com is the home of Guide to the Unknown. All episodes, links to merch, links to Patreon, everything you can find there. Um, you can even follow us online. Yep, I'm at Chillin' Kristen. I am at The Myth Traveler. So thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We hope that uh, maybe we answered your question. Maybe Mm -hmm. there were other questions that you have in mind that you want to have answered. Maybe it's already on the list. We'll definitely come back to it at some point. Uh, So thank you so much. We'll be back next week for, well, something different. But until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we. I really thought you had to wear a diaper in space.